Siddur Snippet Series is sponsored by Dr. Renee Jack Nussbaum, for Shlomo Chol Yisrael in particular, Hanan Yishmo Lippab and Shana Leia, and all those who are looking for their Shidduch should find Emir Tzashem, their Basher. We are in Avarabah, the second paragraph of the Birchos Kriyashma, and we move on to the uh, next Pasuk, the next sentence. V'lo nevosh li'olam vo'ed, ki v'shem kotshecha agodol v'anor v'tachnu, nagilo v'nismacha b'yishu asecha. Avarabah is so rich, so beautiful, there's so much uh, inspiration and meaning. V'lo nevosh. We ask Hashem, we turn and we say, let us not be subject to shame. Let's not feel shame, let us not be ashamed. Not now, and li'olam va'ed. We describe, we give parameters of our prayer, of our wish, of our ask to not be ashamed. Li'olam va'ed, forever. Why? Because after all, in your holy name, we've trusted in your wondrous name. We have enjoyed, we've exalted, we've rejoiced in your salvation. So these opening words, we ask God that we not feel a sense of shame, that we not be subjected to shame. What are we talking about? What kind of shame? We'll get into a shame good or a shame bad. On the one hand, we daven in Birchas Sachodesh. We ask Hashem for a chaim she'en la'en busha. We ask God for a life that has no busha, no shame. We don't want to feel shame. We don't want to be embarrassed. On the other hand, the Rambam in Hilchus Shuvah in two places says the prerequisite to improvement is to feel a sense of busha, that busha can be healthy. So is it good or bad? We'll get to, but what does it mean here in the sense, what is our wish and what is our want? So I want to share two perspectives. The Siach Yitzchak in his commentary explains that the answer is the rest of the sentence. We ask Hashem, let us not feel ashamed. Why? When is someone ashamed? If another person, if another being does a great kindness, if they're benevolent to you, and you're undeserving, you've done nothing to warrant, to merit it, and yet someone else does something incredibly kind, you feel a sense of shame. You're ashamed that someone else did so much and you don't even deserve it. So we ask Hashem, says the Siach Yitzchak, let us not feel ashamed. Why? Because the salvation, the redemption, the closeness we feel to you is not just a magnanimous gift, but rather, to a degree, we've earned it. We live with bitachon. We place our trust in you, in your sacred and holy name, in your wondrous name. We have nagilav and ismacha We rejoice in the salvation. So therefore, we, because nagilav and ismacha that salvation, Hashem, the gifts you grant us, of course, they're beyond anything we can deserve but they're not entirely benevolent. Therefore, says the Siach Yitzchak, as a result, therefore, we don't have to feel shame. The Rinas Chaim, of Chaim Friedlander, the Mashkiach Oponovich, has the opposite interpretation. He says, these words, are not going on what comes after, but rather, they're concluding or following up on what comes before. He quotes from the Chavetz Chaim, Chavetz Chaim Mevosh is a Messiachish, our wish, our ask, that we not feel shame is not going on what comes next, but what came before. The three things. Because every one of these three aspirations, if we fall short, if we're lacking, we'll feel a sense of shame forever. Number one, we asked, God, open our eyes and lighten us in your Torah. So he writes, 
When after 120 years we're going to get upstairs, we'll get to the world of Leolam Vaed, the world of eternity, the world of immortality. Who will, who will we encounter? Moshe Rabbeinu, Avos HaKedoshim, Tanoim, Amoraim. We're going to be in the presence in the Beis Medrash of the greatest scholars, of the greatest leaders. We're not going to understand anything if we were not dedicated and devoted to to enlighten our eyes with the Torah when we get upstairs and we have access to the great base Medrash we're going to feel a great and eternal sense of shame for having squandered the opportunity for what we could have achieved and accomplished in Torah in this world. And I just want to give this disclaimer. I don't think that the Rinas Chaim, Rav Chaim Friedland, or the Chavetz Chaim are suggesting that we should use this world with an expectation that we can rise to the level of a Moshe Rabbeinu, the Tanoim Amoroim in the next world. But it means that if we didn't meet who we could become, if we didn't achieve our Chalik in Torah, if we didn't achieve our portion of Torah. And then the second aspiration was Vidabek Libeinu B'mitzvah Secha. We want to not just by rote and not just superficially, externally go through the mitzvahs. We wanted to attach our heart to your mitzvahs. So what happens when we come upstairs and it's revealed to us that all we did was empty actions. Our heart was missing. And commensurate reciprocally in Shemaim, in the world of the Olam Va'ed, we therefore, there's that which is missing for us. So then we'll be filled with busha. Wow. We'll see the videotape of the way we did mitzvahs in this world. We'll realize we were mindlessly doing. We weren't even fully present in that which we were doing. We'll feel a sense of busha. And lastly, maybe Adam and so on, we don't have time. But the, the heart is the core, the most innermost core person's heart is what the composite of their feelings of who they are. So do we in fact direct and unite our hearts, do we consolidate our Yetzatov and Yetzara, Viyachid Levavenu? And when we get upstairs, and if we did not achieve what we could have, if we did not become who we were meant to be, then we will feel a sense of Busha Liolam Vad. So therefore, the Rinas Chaim, unlike the Siyas Yitzchak, says those words, Velone Vosh Liolam Vaed, are not going on what comes next. They're going on what we just said. If we don't dedicate and we don't achieve in those three areas, then God forbid we'll feel that sense of busha, li'olam void, and that is our hope, our wish, and our aspiration that we don't have to endure such a thing.